It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Several active wildfires in San Diego County. It is an aerial ballet as every available asset is in the air tonight trying to fight nine major wildfires burning across 14 square miles. All hands on deck for this blaze that is actively moving and actively sweeping across this area, threatening communities. A judge cleared the way today for gay marriages to resume in Arkansas. The judge struck down all state laws that prevent same-sex couples from getting married. Former NFL star Aaron Hernandez has been indicted in the July 2012 killings of two Boston men. Hernandez has been awaiting trial on a charge of first-degree murder in the shooting of semi-professional football player Odin Lloyd, whose body was discovered last June near Hernandez's mansion. This is NBC News Radio. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, I just want to say thank you for making my Geico Insurance ID card digital. It's easy to find on the app. It doesn't give me paper cuts, and I always have it on hand because it's on my phone. Because of this, I finally cleaned out my glove box, which was filled with years of paper ID cards. Any thought on what I should put in my glove box now? Sincerely, Trent Patterson. Hmm, Trent, what can you put in the glove box? Here's a crazy thought. How about gloves? Digital insurance ID cards, just a tap away on the Geico app. Right now, a cooling system tune-up from the Home Depot is only 49 bucks. So let's not wait for the hottest day of summer to find out the old AC is DOA. Trust the Home Depot. Our local experts are hand-picked and fully backed. Let's do this. Call 1-800-HOME-DEPOT for a $49 cooling system tune-up. More saving. More doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Prices per system. Additional charges may apply. Not available in all areas. Call 1-800-HOME-DEPOT for details and exclusions. This report is brought to you by the T.J. Martell Foundation. Join the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps facilitate cutting-edge research that will lead to more effective treatments and save more lives. Visit tjmartell.org to learn more. This is KCAA 1050 AM. I'm Mia with a quick look at your local traffic. All right, Colton, there's a cleared sick alert on the Tennis at Mount Vernon. A crash involving a big rig has been cleared from the lanes. Traffic is backed all the way up to Cedar. Ontario on the 15th south is slow and go from the 10 to 6th Street. And then it loads up again from the 91 to Cahalco. North is slow and go from the 10 to Europa. San Bernardino on the 215 south before University. A crash has been cleared from the lanes as well. Traffic is slow and go from Center. North is slow from Blaine to Center Street. 60 East is stop and go from Valley Way. Well, that's a quick look at your local traffic. Currently, it is 99 degrees here in San Bernardino. Coming up next, Smart Health Talk. 
But right now, let's check in with Chris Earl Phillips for your local weather forecast. On the station that leaves no listener behind, KCAA 1050 AM. And listen online and check out past podcasts at kcaaradio.com. Keep it right here. More on the way. district attorney because the people of Riverside County deserve better. We need a district attorney who puts public safety first and acts with integrity at all times. I will push back against Sacramento and fight to end the early release of felons from our jails. I'm Mike Hester and I'm supported by cops, deputies, and prosecutors, not because they expect something from me, but because they know the current DA is a failure and that we can and must do better. Vote Mike Hester for district attorney. Paid for by the committee to elect Mike Hester for district attorney 2014 like to spend a few days in another world then write this down golden bear cottages big bear lake now listen this is not some corporate owned operation it's family owned and operated by some real nice people unique oh you bet golden bear cottages features 28 one-of-a-kind cabins on a five acre historic site great for families couples and groups and cabins are available with one to seven bedrooms golden bear cottages is just a stone throw from Big Bear Lake and super close to three great ski areas. Now, I could go on all day about Golden Bear Cottages in Big Bear, but to see everything, just go to goldenbear.net. Again, goldenbear.net. Golden Bear Cottages in Big Bear. Clean, comfortable, and affordable. Check them out. Goldenbear.net. Legendary composer, performer, and the world's true global artist, Yanni, and his renowned orchestra. September 17th at Fox Performing Arts Center in Riverside. Spend an unforgettable evening with Yanni as he performs audience favorites. Reserved seats are on sale now, available at Ticketmaster or the Fox Theater box office. Yanni. Pre-order Inspirato at Yanni.com. All aboard the Inland Empire Express. 10.50 a.m. Leaving no listeners behind. KCAA. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden.
Welcome to Smart Health Talk Radio Show. And we're here today uh, with Christine Lampy, and uh, we really want to welcome her to the show. And for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, if you eat and you breathe, then you probably came to the right place because we help all the people that eat and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how do we help that? Well, first of all, I'm a registered dietitian, and I've got like 30 years of organic eating under my belt and shopping at health food stores, and uh, I have really come to learn uh, the, the most important basics of just what it takes for health, and really what it comes down to is eat real food. <laughs> and, you know, start there, uh, because I tell you, I have been going through some research over the past few days that I have just found extremely upsetting, and I'm going to get into it uh, with Christine here, because Christine is with, not only is she a master gardener, okay, so we have, like, expert gardener here, uh, but she talks uh, on GMOs and pesticides and healthy eating, and just, because all those things are really intertwined, and um, I mean, is that what you find, Christine? And w- welcome to the show, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I find it all intertwined. And uh, I've also recently become a master food preserver. So San Bernardino County master food preserver. Oh, really? Well, so, well, that's actually uh, some of the topics that we're going to be uh we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to introducing a two-minute gardening and canning segment uh, to our show that we'll have on a weekly basis. And um, sorry, I'm trying to be able to hear my my headphones here. Okay, there we go. Yeah, woo! Now I can hear. Yeah, first you need to learn how to grow it, and then know when to harvest it, and then know how to cook it or preserve it so you can cook it later. I know, and it's just like I love the whole, the whole, uh, the whole aspect, every bit of the steps and everything, because I hate to waste food. Number one, and and we waste forty percent of the food in the United States. Oh, you know that's what I've heard. Oh, yeah. You know, I think it's actually even higher than that. And the thing is, like, uh, we could be feeding the world. Really, it's not It's not that people are starving because we don't have enough food. It's because of... We could, I've heard we could feed 12 billion people now with the amount of food we grow. It's the fact that so much food is wasted and so much food... People don't have money to buy the food. Well, and that's like... I, I'm so glad that you mentioned all that, Christine, because that's one of the things that we've been working on uh, as part of the show here is uh, I, I found that one of the biggest questions people have is because, first of all, they want to eat organic. You know, you, you, you ask most people out there, they're, they're not stupid. You know, they know, hey, that's the good stuff, man. Frank, <laughs> frankly, I, I kind of think organic food is what we used to just call food. Yeah, exactly. Why do we have to now call it organic food? <laughs> we should be calling that other stuff, the stuff, you know, infested with pesticides and herbicides and synthetic fertilizers. Yeah, they should have to defend themselves. Yeah, that our, is right. <laughs> our stuff should just be food because that's what I, I our totally agree with you. Say. I think we should change that starting right now today. <laughs> and why should we have to certify and label it as just food? And, we, and those farmers have to pay yeah. to get all the go through the certification. They don't and they have to defend themselves. And they don't get the subsidies. It's not an even playing field. Oh, you know the, what? That, you know, what you just hit on right there, Christine, tell people what we're taught, you like, you know, subsidies, people think, okay, yeah, right, you know, they get some, you know, people throw them, you know, a few bucks or whatever. But uh, we're not t- just talking a few bucks here. 
what do we like tell people that are listening here how much money we're talking about when you're talking about subsidies well, I, I don't know exactly how much money um, but I know that okay the, the it's, big, bil- it's billions the big ag corporations the industrial farmers they get a lot of subsidies from the farm bill that goes a lot of that money goes to them to subsidize them you know what you hear about um, that, that helps keep their costs down and so we're kind of paying them to grow that food to grow our food with this you know industrial way that um, you know we don't want well and 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 actually if people go to uh, smarthealthtalk.com we have the breakdown right there on our homepage because that farm bill is so important that farm bill is the i mean like what do we have a farm bill the the farm bill is taking our taxpayer money and ensuring that we're going to have a safe and healthy food supply for the United States and to help our farmers and help make sure that they, you know, have whatever they need to, because things happen when you're a farmer. But it's not a safe and healthy food supply. Well, yeah, like that's, so what are we spending this billions of dollars on? Exactly. It's because the big companies have their hands into the politicians' pockets and they're getting that money coming their way rather than the small farmers, the ones who want to grow, you know, in the old-fashioned way, the organic way. Well, I wonder how they do that. Like, so, like, I would like to know, like, what, like, how do they pull that stuff off? Because, like, I had, uh, we had Nomi from Babes Against Biotech and any of you that are, you know, want to make a big difference here, you need to get to know babes a bit against biotech if you want to make a big difference as far as like getting GMOs and pesticides out of our food and protecting, you know, innocent people too that are being exposed to these pesticides when they didn't even ask for it and small yeah, children. Hawaii is ground zero where they're yeah. spraying all the pesticides or testing a lot of the GMOs. But this there. is like experimental stuff. Like, yeah. we don't even know, you know, could, could this like help make you grow a third nose, you know, or a, a second nose or like something, um, you know, we don't, we don't even know that because we haven't went through the, this like supposed testing process, which I really question. They're allowed uh, to do their own testing. The FDA has rolled over and, you know, back when Bush number one yeah. said that, um, they were saying the, these foods that were um, being genetically modified are equivalent, equivalently the same. So they don't have to be tested any more than the old-fashioned food, even mm-hmm. though they're getting into the lab and they're playing like Legos, taking pieces out of the genes of bacteria or unrelated you know, ma- animals oh, and oh, sticking oh, it oh, into... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Christine, I mean, oh, I, I can't even tell you like what you're just saying right there, how friggin' important that is. Yes. I mean, that what you just hit on everyone. If you're listening to this, you, I, if you didn't get what Christine just said, we are get, we are going to explain that to you because what she just said is the key. That was the turning point. That was the turning point that decided, oh. Okay, even though all these scientists had huge reservations, they saw what's happening right now, happening down the road back then. They knew that this was a risk of getting, you know, resistant insects, resistant weeds, you know, all these problems that we're having right now. But all those scientists were squashed. Yeah, they're they're like yeah, they it's like they put tape on their face on their mouth. You know, they're not allowed to say anything. They they're in fear of losing their job. Can you imagine? I just like a lot of them lost their jobs. 
Yeah, I feel so bad their for them. You know, their tenure, a lot of them. You just want to be a, you know, you want to be a scientist. You want to make the world a better place and all yeah. that. You want to, you know, you find, you test this stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, this stuff is like going to hurt people in a major friggin' way. I got to let them know about it. That's what happened with our pod push tie. He was one of the first um, whistleblowers. He was actually pro GMOs. He was uh-huh. working for the corporations that were doing this. And then in his testing, he found, oh my God, it's creating these bad results you know they're feeding the gmos to the test animals and finding that they're causing you know um, organ damage and such and he he at first was being told that um you know yeah go ahead and tell everybody and all of a sudden the corporation said no we're not telling people these bad news we're selling this stuff and it's just he's he you know had his reputation was besmirched he was um you know just not allowed to say anything for several you know several months and then he was finally allowed to say something there's if you read genetic roulette the whole first chapter is about our pod pushtai yeah and genetic roulette which is by jeffrey smith everybody is uh, it's just kind of like if you read that it gets you started with all of the basic stuff your the history it's kind of like you're up to speed and i think that first chapter is online for free oh okay i, I Okay, yeah. Okay. So probably just go to the Institute of Responsible um, Medicine. Technology. Oh, uh, Institute of what? IRT, Institute of Responsible Technology. Oh, yeah, technology. Yeah, there's – I get it mixed up with the the vegetarian people. Uh, So (laughs) the Institute of Responsible Medicine. So, okay, well, um, you know, we've got that. Actually, it's on our – I think it's on our homepage too. But there's a new movie out called Fed Up Movie. Yes, and that's that's just coming out at theaters, and that has Katie Couric in it, and it also has Lori David, who's married to is that is that guy's name David David or it's like something like that, but he he had his own comedy show, uh, which was pretty funny actually, uh, for many years. So um, anyway, it's his wife and also the uh, director that worked on uh, the. Uh, what, what's the movie that was with the vice president, Al Gore? The Intolerable um, the truth? truth? Yes. Intolerable Truth, yeah. Uh, so she actually worked on that movie as well. So this should be uh, pretty good. I did I did get uh, see that they did get some positive reviews. One of the things that they said was missing, which I'm telling you, Christine, I see this missing all the time. And again, just like you had like one of the keys because there's like several keys here that unlock this whole puzzle. And one of the biggest keys is action. And it's like, you know, what we need to be doing every single day to support this change. Exactly. That's what I prefer. Rather than railing against the powers that be, I'd rather tell people what you can do. Take your action steps yeah, to I change get, your life and change your food supply. As long as we're sitting there, you know, blah, 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 you know, complaining about them, wasting, using up our energy towards talking about them, you know, and all this, I feel like, you know, it holds us back more than it moves yeah, us vote, forward. But with your dollars, don't give your money to this, these big corporations. Don't give your monies to Monsanto and even the big food corporations. Instead, you know, find out which foods did not, which companies did not support you know, the anti-GMO campaigns of General Mills and Coca-Cola and some of those, you know, don't get Yeah, we have that on our website, everyone. If you just go to our website and, and under... Instead, you know, give your money to the local farmers, the farmer's market, grow your own. Okay. You know, cook from scratch so you're avoiding processed foods that have all the soy and canola and stuff in it. 
Well, um, you know, that's exactly right. And like what people don't like right now in California, I mean, it's like the whole state is ready to just go up in flames. I, we're just like uh, – we're, we're like a disaster, like a whole – I mean, well, already the disaster. The fires are already starting. In San Diego, yeah. I had I friends mean, we who were evacuated. Like, we, we broke like all the friggin' records here for heat, you know. We, I mean, how, how, is this not a sign that like something's going on? And, and drought? Oh, the, yeah, the drought. And, like, we had one story that was, like, so I just want to go through this for a second. But we had one drought that was so great. Uh, I mean, a drought that was so great. It's never great. Uh, we actually had a guest last week that, in response to the drought, was doing a very heroic thing in that they were saving millions of wild salmon. Uh-huh. And so what they were what they were doing is this is the the Bay Area um, Salmon Association, and so normally they have these hatcheries, which is completely different, everybody, than farm salmon. Okay, it's little baby fish is all they're not grown to maturity. Okay, and so these little baby fish, they normally would let them out at one part of the river. I've worked at a hatchery. I, oh, I got, oh, so you um, even I know. Gra- I have graduate study um, studies in uh, freshwater fisheries. I didn't quite get my master's degree, but. Okay, so you know exactly what yes. I'm talking about. Well, and, I, and I've, I've raised the. Then I've, you would appreciate this I've story. I've been up all night every two hours. You have to rinse the eggs and, and keep them from going moldy yeah, so they get lots of fresh water and And, and so oxygen. explain to people, like, because this was, okay, well, let me go through this whole yes, thing first, okay. and then I'm going to come back to you because I want you to, I want you to clarify because I, I know that this is like a big kind of uh, – there, there's some gray area there where people don't quite understand the farm hatchery thing. Okay. So what happened was um, normally they would let these fish out at one point in the river. But because of the drought, there's like uh, dry areas or else it's very shallow and They won't be able clear. to get out to the ocean. No, they, yeah. they wouldn't make it. They wouldn't make it. They were, they were just like, you know – Easy targets yeah, normally, in the water. Normally, you you put them, you plant them in in the river upstream. Okay. And they, they learn that that's their home. They recognize the smells of the water, and then they to come back. And then when they get big enough, as they get a little bit bigger, they start going downstream, and then they go out in the ocean. And in mm-hmm. the ocean, they get really big, and then they come back up the stream. You know, a few years later, and they follow that smell. They just a little one chemical of that smell. They're able to follow really? it upstream and go that back to that original that original spot that they were planted or if they were you know truly wild it's where they had hatched Uh and so the spawning ground right but when you've got low waters you've got dry spots or you've we've got rivers that are dammed and the dams are you know causing siltation and also logging um, efforts often cause siltation in a lot of the where the natural salmon want to lay their eggs. Yeah, so, so. where where we where they used to like just the natural like you said the natural uh, route that the salmon would travel for their spawning and going back and forth to the ocean was disrupted by the damming system, right. correct? Right. Okay. So or, then, or just low water somehow. Oh, okay. That's, so that's actually been a long-time problem. Then another thing uh, that we were talking about with um, John last week was uh, that uh, not only is it – not only do we have that, but we have like dams that are like really old – and uh, they're they're actually killing salmon as they're trying to get through the dam. It's just killing one salmon after another. And these are built in like the 1940s. The the Army Corps of Engineers is supposed to be repairing them like years ago. 
But maybe in a way that was a blessing because I think we need to rethink the whole entire system. Yes, we've spent billions of dollars in the aqueducts and we're not saying just scratch all that. But I think we need to start trying to recreate like the natural habitats, the natural wetlands and make like kind of like, you know, tributaries that come off of that that would have enough water and plus the priority because everyone's fighting over the water right now. And that's why these guys, you know, talk them into transporting those little baby salmon way farther down the river near the ocean so that they would make it because otherwise there would be no salmon in a couple of years. Right. So they they were at least planted in the water. They got used to that smell and then they've just been given like a hitchhike a ride. Yeah, exactly. They hitchhike. And then, and then uh, <laughs> put back in the water and they keep on their trip. So I just love that story. Yes. I just thought it was like, I love like when you got a happy ending, you know, yeah. a little bit, even though it's totally sucks. But now but back like you to. Said, it is different than farming because those fish will come oh, yeah. back as adults. And then the um, hatcheries, they'll capture the adult fish before they lay their eggs. And then they actually strip the eggs out of the females. They kind of push them out. And then they strip the the um, milt out of the, the semen out of the male fish, and they mix it with the eggs. And then they raise the eggs in the hatchery instead. You'll get a higher percentage that will populate that that will survive rather than mm-hmm. if they were, you know, laid in the wild and and hatched in the wild. And so then, when someone is eating a, a fish that was one of those wild salmon that were even though they started in the hatchery they still live their life eating out in the ocean eating krill eating all of you know their natural actually this i i was very surprised at the variety of fish that salmon eat they eat quite a lot yes um but they get that flesh color from the food that they're eating, whereas in the farm, their flesh is gray. They're being fed soybeans and corn. And the not GMO anything. soybeans. And with not anything you find out in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, the fish eat soybeans as part of their regular diet. <laughs> it's like, give me a break, everyone. You're eating a salmon that's been fed something it normally never eats its entire friggin' life. It's GMO. It has pesticides on it. Not only that, but they're putting pesticides in the water because they got lice epidemics. And the the thing is, those lice... You know, it's an insect. Oh, excuse me. It's a parasite. And parasites, insects, weeds, all these things are just kind of like, after a while, they just kind of like laugh in the face of those pesticides. They're like, ha, ha, ha. You think you're going to kill us? (laughs) We have a resistance now. You you kill off 90% of them with your pesticides. And then the ones that don't get killed off, those are the stronger ones. And those are the ones that are left behind to then reproduce and so you've just created a population of stronger ones. They're the biggest, baddest right. bacteria in the whole friggin' population. And those are the ones that are left over to replicate and come back. Right. And that's how we, we have problems with, you know, bacteria, you know, in the hospitals and all that. We're, we're creating a lot of super bacteria. Okay. We're, okay. Look, let's see if we can. Let's. Okay. We got both of us here, Christine. Let's see if we can, like, name off, like, all the breeding grounds for antibiotic resistant bacteria. Because this is, I am so glad, like, um, it was uh, John Stewart. Uh, he had. He had, I can't remember the name of the book, um, but it was someone that wrote a really great book on the antibiotic resistance and how it's leaving us open to a bunch of people dying. 
you know, this is what's going to happen. Uh, something's going to break out and it'll spread and nothing that we have is going to work. And, oh, I want to, okay, since we're kind of on this track, we've been thinking about antibiotic resistance. We've been thinking about how we're overusing antibiotics and farm animals and all these places these, we don't even need it. antibiotics kill off the good bacteria as well as the bad. If you kind of leave it alone, those good bacteria, for the most part, will populate well enough to handle the bad bacteria. And it's what we're doing in the soil. Um, glyphosate, which is what is marketed as Roundup um, from Monsanto, it is a, as a it pesticide. Was, it was patented as a ba- antibacterial antibiotic, and it's killing oh. off the bacteria, the good and the bad bacteria that's in the soil. Organic farmers know that if you're you're not, you want to encourage the good flora, the good bi- mm-hmm. um, population of bacteria in the soil. That is actually what helps. They, you feed the soil. You feed that, those good microorganisms in the soil by providing lots of good nutrients, lots of good compost. They then, their waste products and such, is actually what makes nutrients bioavailable to the plants. So you feed the soil, and then those microorganisms feed your plants. If you use Roundup, you're killing off all those um, bacteria, good and bad, but it's mostly, you know, the good ones is what you're, you're striving for. You're killing them off, and then the bad ones just come back you know, those, those super ones that survived, mm-hmm. they come back, you know, with a vengeance. Well, I have right here in front of me, Christine, this yes. other, this new... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, well, it's not really a new article, but thing is, none of this has really changed. And the thing is, they've been beating the drum, uh, the warning drum, for years now. But because we have such a strong lobby, these people have billions and billions of dollars to do whatever they want. And they make more money selling you their chemicals. Yeah. And every time I see one of those friggin' uh, commercials for, you know, round up, you know, and the guy's like, you know, he's going to kill his little dandelion, you know, with his friggin' Scots, you know. Like, what have you just done? You've just now introduced this toxic pesticide into your yard where you live. This thing is a neurotoxin. And pets play. Yeah, well, your children and pets are playing. And I've heard of people that their pets have gotten like this epileptic seizures. And, you know, I'm just thinking, oh, there were spraying pesticides in your yard. That's a neurotoxin. All of a sudden, your dog starts getting epileptic seizures. You know, I don't know. I'm not like some vet that could even diagnose that. But I'm just seeing a cause and effect, possible cause and effect relationship. Now, not not only, you know, like 
Christine's been explaining to us here, you know, how the these this Roundup pesticide, it's an antibiotic. It's killing the good bacteria, just like it, all those antibiotics do in our gut. And that's why, you know, what happens to women, yeast infection. Yeah, I, you know, yeast infection is yucky to talk about and everything. But to me, it's like a perfect example of what's happening in our body, that the, we have an imbalance, that the bad guys have taken over. And obviously, you know, that's why, you know, you have this overgrowth of a certain type of, of you know, yeast or what, fungus. And they've shown um, the Moms Across America recently sponsored a study where um, a lot of their mothers in the organization. So these are a lot of women, for the most part, who are trying to eat good, who are probably eating mm-hmm. organic. They sent their milk in to be tested, their breast milk, because they were breastfeeding. Um, and they sent them in, and it was tested that the milk all had glyphosate residue. This residue from really? the, the Roundup in it in their mother's milk, which means this is what the children are drinking. But it also means this is in those mothers' bodies. And when they were pregnant, it was there right, too. Right. And who you know who knows what all this is doing? Okay, well I'll tell you one thing. This is like well, I can I can I ask you yeah, a question on sure. that? Did they get it just by going out in the yard barefoot? What, how was it? Was it airborne? How did they get it? it? With probably it's just residue in the food, you know, the produce they're eating. Oh. I, I don't know what all it might come from. But, yeah, it can also come from your yard. Oh. It, it's, okay, absor- but- it's absorbed th- easily through your skin. And, like, strawberries, they spray, like, yes. them with a heavy-duty pet, not the Roundup, a different, like, I don't Warm even know if you could even say worse, but pesticide right before they pick them. Why? Because it, it like it it what makes it everything easier for them. It well, makes the it farmer, easier. The farmers are now planting the genetically modified seeds, mostly from Monsanto, also from Bayer and Dow and Syngenta, that are making these mm-hmm. seeds. And a lot of these crops, especially the 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 corn, the canola, the soy, and the sugar beets, where most of our sugar comes from, unless you're getting cane sugar, which is the good sugar. But um, most these seeds are created they've been tinkered with in the laboratory so that they are now resistant to glyphosate to roundup how can they say that's the same as a plain old seed christine well because isn't isn't that what bush number one said it was the same so they could patent it and it was because isn't that what you said earlier right when i when i said that's the key right there that was the moment right so that's he because he said that they didn't need to do any additional testing they just allow monsanto to do their own testing and saying it's safe and all monsanto because thousand chemicals out there that we're being introduced to in our food personal care items things we use around the house phytates laundry soap fragrances all these things okay so one of the things that I have been saying over and over and over again, and I'll keep saying it, we have not looked at the synergistic effect, the the putting two different chemicals together at the same time. Because, and how they combine. And how they combine. Now, okay, everybody, I got an example here that just this should scare the pants off of you, Okay. Because they, they've hardly let, they actually passed laws where they could get away with not having to do it. Because they knew they should be. So they just kept passing laws where, oh, we don't need to look at that. Only if it's like in the same class and you're increasing the concentration of that certain class uh, by adding more than like one source, you know, then you would measure. But otherwise, you're not really looking at any kind of, and it could even cross, uh, it could, you know, like, there could be a reaction with the meds that you're taking. We haven't even looked at any of that. Okay, so this is this is like what freaked me out. 
Uh, first of all, if you they, one one of the few things they actually looked at was when you put DEET. You know DEET that mosquito repellent. DEET. Yes. Yeah, DEET. Everybody, it's in that stuff you spray to get rid of mosquitoes. Okay, let's say you spray that on your skin. Okay, and then like you're going because you're going to a barbecue. And you know you're going to be outside. Where mosquitoes are. Right. Where mosquitoes are. And the people decide that they're going to start burning one of those mosquito foggers. And you are there with that DEET on your skin. Well, the chemical in the mosquito fogger, fogger, when you combine it with the DEET, creates this super toxic chemical. When you put those two things together, a super toxic chemical. Okay. And... All you have to do is walk into the fog, and it gets on your skin, and, and then it's absorbed. It. And you're breathing it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, like, think about that. So it's going into you multiple different ways, and it's getting into your bloodstream. And that's these – okay, now the next thing I learned. Okay, so that's one thing. Then these nanoparticles. Okay, the nanoparticles, titanium oxide, which is used in all kinds of food. I've been doing all kinds of research. I want to write a big paper on all of the stuff I've been learning. Uh, But the titanium oxide, they actually stole the formula of the Russians or something like that. (laughs) And they're like, and it was all big in the news because it's in Oreo cookies. Well, it's in milk too. Because especially when they make low-fat milk, remember we had Dr. Ben Brook that said he found he his research showed that grass-fed organic grass-fed whole milk was better for your heart than low-fat conventional milk. Okay, well when they take all that fat out, it's blue. It's yes. not even white anymore. And they add stuff to it. Oh, you, wait till you see the list. Like I found a list of all of the stuff they put back, trying to make it into a palatable make it less blue. Less blue and make it into something you can choke down. I remember as a kid, my mom was drinking the nonfat milk and I said, I'm not drinking that blue milk. It looked blue. Really? Yes. Yeah. So you could even tell then it was blue because they well, probably as, as didn't a kid, have the it was whole probably thing. before they started, you know, adding all this the white other stuff, stuff. The whites. Oh, but they're not even just putting that. They've got like something like 35 different things that they add. And then like, I don't really trust that dairy industry. I'm not talking the organic farmers. I'm talking the other one because they wanted to sneak aspartame into milk that we're feeding our kids and make it so it was like pretty much hidden on the label like people wouldn't even know it was in there it would be like a standard like you could say that oh the standard of identity of milk can be just plain milk or milk with aspartame and so therefore we don't have to put it that it's in there on the label aspartame is that diet sweetener stuff that is as, you know, I would rather have the regular sugar. I know it it actually, Dr. it Monty eats your brain. Yeah. Aspartame, I can't stand it. It makes me, literally it makes me sick. But I have a question for you. That titanium dioxide you said? Uh-huh. Why are they putting that in the milk? Be- white. Because you know how it, you know how when you put the sunblock on Cosmetic. your nose, it's yes. titanium dioxide. Okay. That frog stuff, yes, it's white. Yes. Okay. Okay. It makes things white. It, it makes, makes the paint, milk look more palatable. It makes paint white. Oh. It's used in paint. It's used they in use like in milk. All, yes. all kinds of titanium dioxide is one of the most used chemicals out there. That's why it was in the news for for corporate espionage that they actually stole the formula. But what is its Dow purpose? owns it. Do, da, uh, okay. It's used in industrial purposes. It would be used to make a plastic white or a paint white. But they that's what I'm saying. They're using this in food. 
Wow. It's a nanoparticle. Okay, this is the big thing I want to get. I want to get to this because this is really important. Okay. Now, titanium dioxide is a nanoparticle, which means it is able to travel where it does not belong. It should never be there. It's not normal in nature. You don't find this in food anywhere. We're not supposed to be eating it. And yet they're adding it to food, so then we're eating it. And it's a very small molecule. And it's able, this is, not only are these things able to penetrate, now I call it the barriers. And we have barriers in. Your permeable membranes. Right, permeable membranes, like your intestinal tract, your blood brain uh, barrier is like another one. keep molecules out, but small stuff can get through. They can like sneak through the cracks of your membranes. Your skin is actually a barrier. So when I said we're putting like sunscreen with nanoparticles on our skin, it's getting through our skin into our bloodstream where it does not belong whatsoever. But not only can it penetrate through our skin, it says, hey, I think I'll take a little trip up to the brain. Oh, there's that little blood brain barrier I got to get through. Oh, I'm a nanoparticle. No problemo because I can squeeze right through. And go right to that brain and start doing my little damage that I want to do yeah, because I tested. that's what I do. That's yeah. what I'm programmed. Yeah, and they haven't tested. This stuff hasn't been tested enough. It's like, you know, you're just, we're asking our bodies to, you know, stand the with salt of all these different chemicals. Yeah, we're just like bombarding. Yeah, I'd rather. Bombarding. You know, yeah, and we really 700 women get exposed to in like a day. But all of this stuff, the drugs and all this stuff, it's actually getting in the soil now. And a new, te- a new research that I just read is, is that they're finding that especially that tri- – how do you say that tri- 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 triacylene that's in the antibacterial soaps? Anyway, that's that chemical that's in the anti. Never use that, and it, it's it was the farthest traveled, the farthest in the soil, like seventeen inches. So these drugs and all that, they're in the sewage sludge. They're using sewage sludge as fertilizer, and it's full of these drugs and heavy metals and you know um, these other chemicals that are traveling through the soil and then just be being recycled back in our food again. Uh, the best so, is just to go as organic as you can and avoid as much of this stuff you, as you can. Thank you, Christine. That's that's exactly right. And I, I do. I just want to explain one other thing, and then I want to get to these uh, what you guys are doing and what people can do uh, to protect themselves against all of these things that we were talking about today. But one of the things that I learned that I was so excited about because it's like, okay, I'm getting it now. It's making sense to me uh, because we were just Christine and I were just talking about the barriers. Okay, we have an intestinal barrier, and that intestinal barrier, it, it only lets certain things through. It's like you have to have the code, man. you got to have the special key. you got to have the code, the ID, I'm a member of the club. Or they're not going to let you through the gate. It's just like they got like some bouncer there. But Just like at the bar. Enough, if you're small enough, you can sneak through those bouncer's legs and he doesn't even see you. Exactly. There you go, Christine. It's like the little kid getting That's through. That's what the, they do. And, yeah. and it's not just that, though. This was the other thing that I learned that was extremely upsetting. When you start combining these different chemicals together, what you actually do is there's different proteins. Because it's like, you know, it, it's kind of like a wall, you know, a special fence you know, that only certain things can get through and you got like guards and all that there. But 
what happens is when you combine these different chemicals and create these other chemicals, they're breaking down the proteins. It's like you come in there with like wire cutters. It's like, say it's a chain link fence and you come in there with wire cutters and you start cutting holes in the fence, holes in the chain. And you're making it easier and easier for these things that should never be sneaking in, sneaking in. And we're not just talking in your intestines. We're talking in your friggin' brain, everybody. The blood-brain barrier. These chemicals are weakening. That barrier is there for a very special reason. Only the chemicals that benefit your brain are allowed to get through. And these other chemicals that eat your brain, like aspartame, are able to get through and start eating away at the myelin sheath in your brain, which is causing MS, autism, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, exactly. Thank you. All sorts of immune disorders. Yeah. And the children, all sorts of allergies and the autism. So what does it come down to, everyone? What the heck are we putting this stuff in our body for? Why are we even eating it? Why are you choosing these foods and supporting these corporations that are taking your money as profits and using it to support campaigns to keep you from knowing what's in your food to defeat GMO labeling bills? That's what these companies are doing with your money. Tax dollars, yeah. And not only that, but the tax dollars, thank you, Christine, the subsidies, billions of dollars are being given to these people so that they can make cheap junk food cheaper. It's like a fake fallacy. It's smoke and mirrors, everybody. That is not the true cost of food. Low-cost calories, that's what causes obesity. We're having you know, just an obesity uh-huh. um, epidemic. Um, because the lower um, economic ranks of people, that's what they buy a lot of. You know, the dollar, the dollar the, special at the, McDonald's or KFC or, or Taco or Bell. Noodles and, um, yeah, the ramen whatever. noodles, all that stuff there. And it's yes. full of so it's just full of like negative stuff. And like, a lot of times, you know, I know, you know, a lot of people are busy. You're trying to feed your kids quickly. But a lot of times you can learn how to fix plain, simple food quickly. You know, just learn a few, you know, steam, steam broccoli for like three minutes. That's all it takes. And add a little good, healthy cow grass fed, you know, grass fed cow butter to it. Or, you know, a little good, healthy cheese. Yeah, because when I add the butter, it's like um, my body needs that butter. And if you're vegan, if it's you the can good use, organic you can grass use the coconut kind. oil, you know. Yeah, you could eat a bit of that fat. Oil. It's yeah. the fat. You need a little fat with your veggies, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, that's why these people that are on the, the super low-fat diets, yeah. they get so hungry because they need that fat. It's essential. A I lot think. of the vitamins are oil-soluble. They need the oil so your body can actually take the, those vitamins Well, explain in. that, Christine, because as a dietitian, um, I know that, that that is, like, so important, and I don't think people understand that. So... You know, in my mind, what you're saying is that in order to absorb a fat-soluble vitamin, you need another fat-soluble vitamin. Well, you need the fat. They need the fat to to bring in the fat-soluble vitamin. It's like a transport. Yes. So instead of the, you know, some vitamins are water-soluble. Okay. A lot of them are oil. They need to be oil-soluble. And I know vitamin E is is one example. Uh So if you don't have, if you're eating a a non-fat diet and have very little oil or fats in your um, digestive system when you're eating the things that have the vitamin E, it's not going to get absorbed. 
Oh, okay. Like two big announcements. I just remembered. I'm looking through this stuff right here. Today is the deadline. Like they have this thing called the National Organic Standards Board. And like there's that 5%, they say 95% of your, the food has uh, the, to be certified organic has to be organic. Well, that 5% manufacturers can play around with because in the beginning they didn't have access to all these ingredients as organic. It was not available to a large manufacturer in the organic form. So they've given them years, a few years now to, you know, create these products to fill that need. So they could, they could say, okay, well, no longer, you know, are you allowed to use some non-organic form? You got to use organic because we have enough of it now. And so every few years they change the NOP list of what they allow uh, manufacturers to put in their food. Well, they have different seats on there. They try to have like consumers, they try to have retail people, farmers, uh, you know, those uh, different different groups represented. Well, right now, today is the deadline. If uh, you want to be part of the uh, part, of, apply to be part of that board, and that's that's like a big deal. I mean, you're part of that board, and you're helping change mold. You know what? What's allowed? You yes. know, in all organic. And they're food. always wanting to weaken them and allow other stuff to be acceptable as organic. Oh, and they put like the Smucker's president on the board so that she can try to like squeeze make it make it so or or GMO stuff is allowed in organic food. And they they go and buy like Santa Cruz Organics, which was started by a really great group of, group of people. But then Smucker's buys it, so they look like oh we're in the organic business when really they just bought the company. Their heart's not the in it. Never was greenwashing and so that kind of gives them like their their permission slip where they can go sit on this board oh i'm an organic company owner but you know they're they're just there with like a a mask on in my my opinion they're 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 fake and they're just there with their own agenda which is to get gmos into organic food and so we have we we're constantly see how we're constantly having to fight these people that want to dilute the quality they want to they want to just you know, get pesticides in and GMOs wherever they can to saturate it. So we can't, it's like so embedded in everything that we cannot even like ever take it back. And they're like, oh, well, too bad. I guess we'll just have to use GMOs now. And then you guys are stuck with it. Too bad. Uh, I'm sure they would love that. But well, and just people are so busy with their everyday lives that, you know, to pay attention to this is a full-time job. It That's is. why we're having our March Against Monsanto to try to make this, all these issues Yeah, visible. like, and we did this, like, this March Against Monsanto, everybody. I mean, if when you get to be a part of March Against Monsanto, which is May 24th. A so week this from is, Saturday. Yeah, a week from Saturday. When you get to be a part of that, you are, you are a part of something that's, it, it, it's it's like a connectiveness. It's a synergy that's happening all over the world because people last year marched in, like, 500 cities. Right, Christine? Um, something like that. I heard yeah, I, it was over 500, like 300 to 430. You know, I heard 500. And yeah, so I'm not sure exactly yeah. how that's documented, but, um, anyway, I'm pretty sure it was around five because we're talking globally. Yes. There were people all over the world marching because guess what? All these people hate friggin' Monsanto. And you know, like upsets me is that's a friggin', you know, like American company. Like I want the world like hating us, you know, that we're pushing as a country. You know, it reminds me, I was reading this morning about how the American Dietetic Association totally sold out to Monsanto, the sugar industry, Kellogg's, all these people totally sold out. That's why I can't be a part of it anymore, which is too bad. Um, but, you know, they, these people are willing to sell out. 
they are willing to just, you know, not, it's like they don't even stand for what they're supposed to stand for anymore. And when it's so upsetting, when you have a dietetic organization infiltrated by all these corporations, I mean, if you can't even trust your healthcare professional to be giving you the whole truth. Yeah. On what the heck is going on because they're over here influenced and we're wine and dine and bought whatever, you know, at their big uh, American Dietetic Association conference, sponsored. Like all the speakers are from the big corporations. It's just like – it's just sickening. It really, well, that's why really we're, is. We're trying to get the word out ourselves. Um, we have labeled GMOs. We have our Inland Empire chapter. And so if you come to the March Against Monsanto, 10 a.m., downtown Riverside, we have lots of information there. And although, you know, we can rail against Monsanto and these other corporations, but actually what you need to do is to learn the action steps of what you can do to avoid that. Again, don't give them your money. Don't buy their products. So what products do you buy instead? You know, first of all, buy organic or buy non-GMO verified. That's that new little label that's showing up on a lot of the foods, the chips and some of the cereals. It's a little blue box with an orange butterfly. if, even if it's if it's not organic, it still has pesticides. So that's why that's true. Organic is better. That, but yeah. I'm just going through the you know, yeah. But if you you know if it comes down to you know you don't have a choice for organic and you can choose non-GMO, then you want to choose and that. grow grow some of your own. Even if you don't have much time, grow some. You know, put some tomatoes. Wait, where in should the, they in the start? Like if they don't know what the heck they're doing, where should they start, Kristen? Um, well, tomatoes are an easy thing. A lot of most everybody wants to grow tomatoes because tomatoes in the store taste like cardboard for the most part. You know, if you want good tomatoes, go to the farmer's market or grow them out of your garden and warm, you know, sun-ripened tomatoes. Even fresh. in a pot, right? Yeah. So if you only have a little patio or a porch or a balcony, you can still grow tomatoes. You know, give them at least six hours of sun a day. So try to put them in a spot where they can get that much. But they're, you know, one little plant will give you several tomatoes. Yeah, that's true. And it's not just that. Let's tell people because, like, I, I have an incredible CSA, which is Community Sustainable Agriculture. It's like uh, a farmer that has a farm, and she feeds. They'll, they'll and feed. she's going to be one of our speakers, Becky Talon. She'll yeah, be one of she'll our be there in at, Riverside at our March against Monsanto. Yes, and uh, she she delivers to my house every week, and you know it's freshly picked that day, all organic eggs, greens, you know, all this stuff. And I just like eat. She's, she she's going to talk about that: how to eat local and fresh. Uh-huh. You know how to participate with your local farmer. Or with your local and um, how do people like if market? they want to find a Becky out there? Where you know they go to like eatlocalgrown.com, localharvest.org. Uh, you can type we're in your also, zip. And we're also going to have the Riverside Food Co-op. They're trying to get um, a storefront in Riverside, but you can talk. Um, they're getting members discounts. Can, everyone once, discounts. Once we get enough memberships yeah. um, for that, then we can um, get the. I think they need to get 800 members, and then we can get the storefront. That's like everyone says. Okay, let's just like all use our buying power to get the cheapest price because we're buying so much together instead of just buying by ourselves. So that co-op buying power um, really can get you some really good deals. So, so that's come come network. Come find out where you can get sources of good local food. Um, talk to me if you want to learn how to grow your own. <laughs> and, like, they can find you on Facebook, right, Christine? Yes, Christine Markel Lampy. Okay. And, I'll, and also our group is, is uh, Labels GMOs, IE, on Facebook. And our, you know, the event is there. But if you just come downtown Riverside, we are meeting at the corner of Main and 10th. It's the old historic Riverside County Courthouse. So just meet on the steps of the old courthouse. It's that beautiful, you know, with the big columns in front. Um, and then we will march about just a little more than a mile around downtown Riverside. If you can't even march that far, we're going to end up close to where we start. So you can just come for the rally at the beginning and then just kind of march, just go over to City Hall and wait for us to finish our march. 
Well, you can. I'm going to have all of that information about the march, everyone, on our website. But you want to be a part of this because this is how we're going to change the world. And like Christine said, you don't have to buy this stuff. There's something called Bycott, B-U-Y-C-O-T-T. It's an app that you can use. That Put tells it on your you, smartphone. Yeah, and any any companies that come up that pay to defeat Prop 37, don't buy them. You know, I live just fine without any of those companies. I don't need any of their products, and, and actually I have a better quality of life because of it. <laughs> and the food tastes better. It does. It's like so freaking good. I can't tell you uh, the difference. And we want this for you. We want that for you. We want you to have the very best food because food is life, everyone. Food is healing. That food is prevention of chronic disease. That's something that we have the power over. And I just want to thank you so much for bringing all your experience and knowledge to us today, Christine, and helping me uh, get Just through all to this get the information word out to today. Everybody, yeah. yeah, March Against Monsanto, everyone. And when you go to our website, we're going to have a, a whole lot. Like, if you don't live in the area, we're going to have a lot of different links there for you. There are marches that. all over, you know, California. So if you're not close to Riverside, maybe you'll have one closer to you. Yeah. Okay, next Thursday, 4 o'clock. <laughs> Tampa, Florida, rendered a swift verdict as it found a mother guilty of murdering her 13-year-old son and 16-year-old daughter in January of 2011. The defendant is guilty of first-degree murder. The defendant did actually possess and discharge a firearm causing death. Jurors rejected 53-year-old Julie Schenecker's insanity plea. Thousands of new evacuation orders were issued in San Diego County as one of nine wildfires flared up this afternoon. The San Marcos fire forced California State University students to flee campus as they're in the middle of final exams. Graduation ceremonies have been canceled. President Obama paid tribute to victims of the September 11th attacks as he dedicated the National September 11th Memorial Museum in New York City today. Those we lost live on in us, in the families who love them still in a nation that will honor them now and forever. This is NBC News Radio. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, I just want to say thank you for making my Geico insurance ID card digital. It's easy to find on the app. It doesn't give me paper cuts, and I always have it on hand because it's on my phone. Because of this, I finally cleaned out my glove box, which was filled with years of paper ID cards. Any thought on what I should put in my glove box now? Sincerely, Trent Patterson. Hmm, Trent. What can you put in the glove box? Here's a crazy thought. How about gloves? Digital insurance ID cards. Just a tap away on the Geico app. Right now, a cooling system tune-up from the Home Depot is only 49 bucks. So let's not wait for the hottest day of summer to find out the old AC is DOA. Trust the Home Depot. Our local experts are hand-picked and fully backed. Let's do this. Call 1-800-HOME-DEPOT for a $49 cooling system tune-up. More saving. More doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Prices per system. Additional charges may apply. Not available in all areas. Call 1-800-HOME-DEPOT for details and exclusions. You're on board KTSA 